The mind-muscle connection is your ability to increase your mental awareness and connection to the specific muscle groups that you are working. And as a result of this sound connection, you are actually able to increase the overall muscle activation and performance of that specific muscle group as well. Welcome to So I've Heard, the space where I give my take on all things health and wellness. I'm your host, Austin Allen. Hello and welcome to episode 49 of the So I've Heard podcast. This is a space where I take on the hottest topics, trends, and questions surrounding health and fitness. On today's episode, we are going to be talking about how to improve your mind-muscle connection. Today's episode was inspired by a recent question that was asked of me in my weekly Thursday Thoughts activity that I do on my Instagram page every week. Every Thursday, I post an anonymous question poll on my Lighthouse Fitness Instagram page and individuals can send in any and all health and fitness questions that they might have on that day. I answer the questions briefly on my story, and then occasionally I answer a few questions in greater detail here on the podcast. The question that I received last week that inspired today's episode was, what tips and strategies do you suggest to help me better connect with my muscles during exercise? This is a great question, and I wanted to take an episode today to answer this question in greater detail. So, before we get started discussing what tips and strategies I might have to help with this, however, I wanted to first break down what I meant exactly when I'm talking about the mind-muscle connection. Because this is a term that's thrown around a lot in the health and fitness space, but I wanted to take a minute to define it a little clearer for those of you who are listening. So what is the mind-muscle connection exactly? Now, you might be thinking, well, Austin, this is pretty self-explanatory. It's my ability to better connect with my muscles, block out the noise around me, and improve my mental awareness of the muscles that I'm targeting during exercise. And you're not wrong. But the mind-muscle connection can actually encompass so much more than just this. In fact, a 2016 study conducted in the European Journal of Exercise Physiology offered real-world scientific evidence to show that not only can it better help you connect with your muscles as you work out, but it can actually increase the performance and strength output of those muscles as well. In a nutshell, this study evaluated whether intentionally focusing on specific muscles, in the case of this study, the chest and triceps, would actually improve performance of these muscles as well. Individuals in the study were placed into three separate conditions. One condition working without concentrating on any specific muscle groups, One condition focusing on contracting the pectoralis major muscles, the muscles in your chest, 
In the third condition, focusing on flexing their tricep muscles, a supporting muscle in a chest press exercise on the back of your arm. And what did the study find? The study found that for those individuals who focused on the active specific muscle groups during their exercises, either the chest muscles or the tricep muscles, muscle activity actually increased in those study groups versus the groups that had no specific muscle focus. Now, it's important to note here too that the individuals in the study only worked up to a weight that was roughly 60% of their one rep max. And the reason for this is because they found that extending beyond that range, let's say maybe 80 to 90% of your one rep max, for example, your mental focus will shift more towards lifting the heavy weight rather than focusing on the quality of the muscle activation during the movement as well. Now, that's not to say that it's bad to move beyond 60% of your one rep max and lift as heavy as possible. It just means that lifting as heavy as possible may not help when it comes to the mind-muscle connection specifically. The study stated that working with a quote-unquote challenging but manageable weight, which they identified as 20 to 60% of your one rep max, allowed for individuals to focus on the quality of their lift in addition to moving the weight as well. So when it comes to answering the question, what is the mind-muscle connection? My answer would be twofold here. The mind-muscle connection is your ability to increase your mental awareness and connection to the specific muscle groups that you are working. And as a result of this sound connection, you are actually able to increase the overall muscle activation and performance of that specific muscle group as well. That's pretty awesome stuff, right? So you might be thinking now, okay, that's cool, Austin, but how do I actually improve my mind-muscle connection then? Well, great question, and I've got five different strategies to help you with this that I'll walk you through now. Strategy number one for when we're talking about how to deepen your mind-muscle connection is to slow down. There is a lot of benefit to slowing down during your strength training exercises. And the biggest reason for this is because when you move slower, you are increasing something called your time under tension, which is basically a fancy way for saying the more time your muscles are under tension and working, the more time you will have to mentally connect to that specific muscle group that is working as well. So if you're struggling to feel the muscles activate while you exercise, slowing down might be a great place to start. One of the best ways that I like to encourage this slower movement with my clients is through something called tempo training. When I say tempo, I'm simply referring to the overall time that you spend on each rep of every exercise. So when it comes to a squat, for example, you aren't just squatting down and standing right back up. You are actually assigning specific timing numbers 
to each part of that movement. So a tempo might look something like this. Two, two, one, one. To break down what each of those numbers mean, the first number would mean that you squat down over a period of two seconds. The second number would mean that you pause at the bottom of your exercise for two seconds. The third number means that you stand up for one second, and the fourth and final number means that you pause for one more second before going back into your next rep. This might sound like an insignificant change, but incorporating tempo can make a massive difference when it comes to getting the biggest bang for your buck out of every rep of every exercise. And it gives you a lot of freedom to play around with the timing of your exercises as well. So instead of doing a 2-2-1-1 tempo, maybe you slow things down even more and move to a 3-3-1-1 tempo. Again, not much has changed, but you're adding an extra second to both the lowering phase and the bottom of that movement to increase that time under tension, like I mentioned previously. So when it comes to strategies for improving your mind-muscle connection, intentionally slowing down and manipulating the tempo of your exercises is, in my opinion, one of the most impactful and effective places to start. Now, strategy number two, add in pause reps to actively flex the muscles you're working. Now, this is similar to strategy number one of slowing down your exercises and adjusting your tempo, but pause reps apply to one specific part of the movement instead of the movement overall. So when it comes to a bicep curl, for example, that means that you would pause for one to maybe three seconds at the top of that movement to give yourself time to physically flex the muscle while it's under the most tension, instead of just moving the weight up and down like normal. Again, this might sound insignificant, but it can make a major difference in muscle fiber activation and overall performance. In fact, let's go ahead and try it out now. If you're listening to this and you're able to safely do this and would like to try it out, we will apply it to that biceps curl exercise like I just mentioned. So, for starters, I want you to turn your palm out so that your thumbs are now facing away from your body. Once you're in this position, I want you to do three to five reps of just moving your arm up to the curl and bringing it right back down. Don't worry about pausing or flexing at the top. Just move your arm up and down. So, one two, three. All right. Now I want you to get into a similar position, but when you move your arm up at the top of the movement, I want you to count to three and squeeze your bicep as hard as possible. Imagine that you have an orange placed in the pit of your elbow and you're trying to squeeze out as much orange juice as possible. Again, do this for maybe one to three reps. All right, here we go. I'll do the first one. Come up, squeeze, one, two, three, 
Let your arm come back down. Let's do two more. Bring your arm up and pause. Squeeze. One, two, three. Let your arm come back down. And final one. Bring your arm up and squeeze. One, two, three. And relax. Okay. Do you notice a difference? This is a great way to see the direct benefit of that intentional mind-muscle connection in live time. So, strategy number two that I have for deepening your mind-muscle connection is adding in pause reps to exercises to give yourself time to intentionally activate that muscle group that you're working. Now, strategy number three. Focus on moving the muscle, not the weight or resistance. Now, this strategy comes with much more of a mental shift rather than a physical change like the two strategies mentioned before. What I mean when I say this is when you go to do your exercise, whether it's a squat or a bench or a row or anything like that, do your best to focus on moving the muscles rather than moving the weights. So in the example of a row, focus less on moving the weights up to the sides of your body and more on bringing your shoulder blades together and squeezing your muscles in your back. Again, this sounds like a minor shift, but it can make a massive difference in your ability to connect to the muscles you are working and get improved performance and strength as well. And this leans right into a concept that I discuss with many of my clients called intentional movement. And what I mean by that is you're not just moving your body for the sake of moving your body and getting your workout done. Rather, we are thinking, how can we shift your focus during your workouts so that you are focusing on getting the most of each rep of every exercise? Now, that's not to say that you have to be hyper-focused on every individual muscle in your workout, but bringing that subtle mindset shift to your workout space can make a massive difference in the long run. So, strategy number three that I have for you for deepening your mind-muscle connection is to focus more on moving the muscle rather than focusing on moving the weight or resistance. All right, y'all, three down and only two to go. Strategy number four, close your eyes to eliminate visual distractions. Now, I wanted to pause and add some really important disclaimers here. I only encourage my clients to incorporate this eyes closed strategy if, one, they are more experienced when it comes to strength training, Two, they do not have any balance problems. And three, they're applying this eyes closed strategy to exercises that are not more advanced, heavier in the weight or resistance, or requiring spotting assistance. Now, if all of those conditions are in place, however, closing your eyes during certain exercises can be really impactful for improving your mind-muscle connection for a few different reasons. Not only does closing your eyes eliminate the visual distractions during your workouts, but closing your eyes can also help you to visualize the specific muscle group that you are contracting 
and relaxing in live time. A great exercise that this might apply to would be something like a seated biceps curl. You're seated, so you're stable. You tend to be using less weight, and you don't require any spotting assistance for this exercise. Also, generally bicep curls are done in that sweet spot of that 20 to 60% of your one rep max, as mentioned in the study at the beginning of this episode. So it's much easier to focus on the specific muscles that you're working. So again, if you are safe, if you are more experienced, if you don't have balance issues, and you are doing this with an exercise that does not require extra support or assistance, you might try closing your eyes for a few reps next time around and see if it makes a difference. Now, my fifth and final strategy that I have for you when we talk about deepening your mind-muscle connection is to physically tap on the muscles you're working. Now, again, I wanted to start with a few important disclaimers here. I do not, and I repeat, I do not ever tap or touch my clients without their active, informed consent. That's an important thing to state here. Sometimes it seems like the quote-unquote right thing to do as a trainer is to tap and touch your clients constantly. We know how the muscles work, and we know how to activate them, so we're just helping them out by tapping on those muscles for them, right? Well, yes and no. Yes, you do have a greater understanding of how the body and the muscles work. But that doesn't mean that you can just go around and start tapping away on your clients. You need to get their active consent before doing so. And that is something that I can't stress enough. In fact, I rarely, if ever, tap or touch my clients' bodies, and I actually encourage them to do it for themselves instead. I do this not only because it respects their body autonomy, but also because it helps them to increase their knowledge of where their muscles are located and the muscles that they're working in that specific exercise. If they are able to tap on the muscles themselves, and if they would like to, then they can utilize that strategy on their own in the future as well. Now, yes, there will be certain muscles that your clients can't reach. But do not just start tapping away unless you have their informed consent first. Now, when it comes to my personal workouts, I do this all of the time, especially when it comes to my warm-up sets before my actual workout. My warm-up is not only a good time to get my muscles physically warmer, but it's also a time to get mentally prepared for the workout ahead. And I find that tapping on certain muscles is a great way to do this. When it comes to a glute bridge, for example, I personally like to tap on the sides of my glutes as I move up into the bridge to help me better connect with that specific muscle group that I'm working and improve the overall contraction. So again, if you're doing an exercise that is safe and allows you to tap on the muscles that you're working, I encourage you to give it a shot. Well, there you have it. There are my five different strategies for deepening your mind-muscle connection in your workouts. Hopefully, today's episode gave you a few new tips and strategies to try out in your future workouts. And as always, 
Don't ever be afraid to reach out if you'd like a little bit more support along the way. That is a wrap on another episode. Thank you so much for taking the time to listen, and I hope that information was meaningful and helpful for you. Well, for the first time in over a year, Lighthouse Fitness is now accepting more in-person studio clients. If you are an individual in the northern Colorado area who is interested in making the most of your fitness on your own terms, I encourage you to check out The Lighthouse, the safe and inclusive gym space that takes in-person training to an entirely different level. In this fun and functional fitness space, you get to experience what personal training is all about. You get customized workouts built around your fitness goals and needs delivered through a truly unique and personalized exercise experience. You have the ability to control the music that accompanies your workouts and are part of a collaborative training style that helps you discover your own strength on your own terms. So again, if you are an individual in the northern Colorado area who is interested in learning more about in-person training here at Lighthouse Fitness, check us out at www.befitwithlighthouse.com or message me on Instagram at lighthouse underscore fitness for more details and we'll get you started from there. Thanks again for taking the time to listen to today's episode. I would really appreciate it if you would take a moment to leave a rating and a review. And until next time, I'm your host, Austin Allen. (music) 